0: Welcome back. This is Opening Up, Narrowing Down, a space to explore art that matters, exploring healthy communities, and harnessing the power of storytelling. This week, opening up for us is an alum of our program, Julia Peterson. Julia was a member of the class of 2017. Uh, she graduated with honors and as an IB student and was also a valedictorian for WACA and she appeared in several of our shows including um, major roles in plays like Triangle and La Gringa. Now she is a senior at Pacific University up in Forest Grove where she studies applied theater as well as being an intern at Portland Playhouse in their education department and working at an elementary school there in Forest Grove as an assistant. So super proud of Julia and her story and how far she's come. She's going to share with us today uh, a little bit of her journey as well as um, telling us about a new project that actually opens this weekend. It's her senior capstone project, a brand new original play she's developed. It's called It's That Time of Year, all year. And there'll be a Zoom reading of her play this Friday, November 20th, and Saturday, November 21st. So the Friday reading is at 6 and the Saturday reading is at 7.30 if you're able to catch that. Um, I will leave a link in the description of this episode. But it is a um, play based on interviews and research about student fatigue, and she'll unpack a little bit of that and what that means how she she built this brand new play. So let's dig in and hear from Julia about her journey, telling stories that matter.
1: I started theater when I was a freshman in high school, I want to say. Um, and I think it was just something my friends were doing, so I wanted to do it too. Um, and prior to that, I had seen theater performances and was like drawn to that, and I really, I was like trying to remember and I think it was really just like well my friends are doing it and I want to hang out with my friends and then I just like fell in love with it eventually <laughs> yeah
0: what how has how has theater and how you view theater changed over the last few years of studying it
1: significantly <laughs> um because when I started out I was like I'm an actor and I know that this is what I want to do um which is dead wrong <laughs> when I got to college I did like two maybe three auditions and like didn't get any farther than like a couple callbacks and I was like maybe this isn't for me and then I got kind of sad I was like maybe nothing's for me in theater Mm. Um, but then like through classes and other various opportunities like I realized oh wow like I'm really good at other things like stage managing or like directing, I really want, mm-hmm. or playwriting even, now that I'm discovering it. and it's, mm-hmm. like, I'm almost done with college, I'm still realizing I'm still good at things, um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's gone from me being like, I want to be in the spotlight, and I want to be an actor, and like that very one-sided, like surface level theater, to like me being a full-on cube, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's a more three-dimensional
1: awareness. Yeah, yeah exactly
0: yeah that's awesome what what experiences um you talked about like some setbacks what kind Mm -hmm. of positive experiences or positive voices in your life have helped shape like your perception of yourself and your perception of your your role in theater now
1: Uh, probably our head director uh alan margolis uh, at the at college um she every time I was like, well, I'm not very good at this, she'd be like, you know, I'd be really good at this, and I was like, oh, really? You think so? And, like, just, like, constantly talking to her about things um, has really helped, and she's been, like, always been, like, Julie, you're actually good at other things. I hope you know that, um, and I was like, oh, I didn't, but thank you, mm-hmm. um, and then um, from that, like, just other professors I've met, especially other, um, uh, guest professors were like pointing out like you're good at this I'm
0: like oh thank you yeah. so I think mainly professors um, yeah yeah that's huge yeah. <laughs> when you have someone in th- someone who's an expert tell you oh yeah you can do this
1: mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah for sure um, so talk to us about this current project that you're working on okay. um, it comes out next week what what is it first of all and Kind of, how did you get into that?
1: It's a play that I've written based on interviews that I did around campus with various, hopefully diverse student backgrounds. Um, And it's all about student fatigue, uh, Mm. which struck me as a very like serious problem that no one really talks about. Uh, Last spring, I was in a four person theater class, which is very common, but we all came to class not doing the reading because we had a million other things. And so we all confessed to our professor, like, we are so sorry. And then we spent an hour and a half to two hours, however long that class was, uh, talking about how much life sucked and how stressed we were and how like overwhelmed everything was. And it was just... Um, moment after moment of like oh you feel that way I feel that way too I was like Mm. oh you're also failing at that thing I'm also failing at that thing too um and so that kind of like sparked the interest in it and then since then literally since then I've been doing interviews uh story circles various other things and gathering this collective story where I've just been hearing the same thing over and over again for Mm -hmm. about a year of just students being like we're stressed out so I was like okay let me like write this and maybe we can get people to listen like faculty students for sure like I really want students to be able to say I experienced that last night and now you're telling me like 20 other people did crazy um so that's the goal. That's what it is. So it's just a reading of a play that I wrote about student fatigue. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. There's,
0: some, there's something like a freeing moment that happens, right? When you're like, Oh yeah, me too. Like I, I feel that I can relate to that. Um, that's can, that can be super powerful. So tell me, tell me a little bit more about your process. So you you're interviewing people. You said story circles and then like, is this, is this like months? Like how, what's kind of the, the journey you've been on?
1: Yeah, so um, originally it was me just interviewing for four or five. I mean, I did my last interview like two months ago. So I've been doing it since spring last year and then into this year, um, which was fun. (laughs) Um, And then over the summer is when I really started writing it, um, which was again months and months and months of me hating my own writing. yeah and now we're here <laughs> and COVID played its own little hand in being like how this was the final product was going to be because um, originally it was going to be a full-on performance uh, with an audience with audience participation which is uh-huh. still in the play but now it's just Zoom reading <laughs> we're doing what we can and like yeah. I'm really hoping the open discussion at the end will like have the same effect I wanted Yeah. To- in-person performance to have
0: right so how do you take all these like hours of interviews and input and like narrow it down into something that's theatrical
1: um a lot of color coding (laughs) um i mean i transcribed every interview i did um and then i color coded i had like uh, work stress versus like like homework stress and then like Mm -hmm. family stress and then i went through and then once i compiled all that together i literally sat in my bed and just wrote like webs of Mm -hmm. ideas and stuff and then I don't know out of lots of editing this is the final like 24 scenes that came out of it so yeah
0: very cool yeah what did what did you learn about fatigue like what are the takeaways
1: Um, it sucked (laughs) (laughs) and uh, I, I don't know like I'm still baffled like even with the last interviews I did, I had heard people be like, I'm stressed out over and over and over again. but it's still like baffling how much of a problem it is mm-hmm. and how little people talk about it. Um, right. just in every interview, just in my rehearsals that I've been having for the reading, like, they're like, wow, I'm like drained just from reading that because like, it's so relatable. Mm-hmm. So just like, I don't know the gravity of it all is a lot more serious than I think I thought it was in the beginning. Yeah. But, yeah.
0: yeah, there's lots of consequences that maybe we're not even aware of.
1: Um, yeah. Because we're all yeah. in it, right? <laughs> exactly.
0: What advice do you have for younger theater artists? Sounds like you're working with some um, down the road, but what advice do you have for young theater artists um, as they're just trying to stay in it and stay creative in this season
1: yeah um number one you can do theater on zoom (laughs) like it may not look the way you want it to but you can do it so um I don't know don't stop being creative just because we're all stuck at home and we're stuck in this weird limbo time um number two don't let student fatigue totally destroy you (laughs) like uh I know it's really hard but um just like remember that you, as you go into your like higher education or whatever you choose to do, like everything you're working on, you're stressed about is a positive thing because mm-hmm. to be stressed is to be alive, which I've also learned very recently. Um, mm-hmm. So you're stressed out because you're passionate about something, so right. it's okay, and it will be okay, and just breathe.
0: Yeah, yeah. How much? How much of it is like? stress so stress itself maybe isn't positive or negative it's like how we handle it and the the tools the tools or lack thereof we have to handle the stress Mm -hmm. yeah because i mean some of the most stressful times in my life were also really awesome because it was because i was working on things i loved and because i was passionate because i was working with people that i really didn't want to let down Mm -hmm. um because they were awesome people (laughs) right exactly um (laughs) that's real
1: yeah
0: um final couple questions um uh we have a couple of upperclassmen starting to talk about like okay what's next where do i go i kind of i'm into theater i don't know if i want to do that for my life or my career mm-hmm. um you know where do i go do i do i try to go to one of these big cities do i try to stay here and do like the liberal arts thing um what's some what's some just practical advice? as someone coming on the other side of her college experience, what's some practical advice for upperclassmen right now?
1: Um, Know that your interests are most likely going to change. Like I said, like my freshman year, it's like I'm an actor and now I'm not, but I'm okay. Like I'm doing a million other things that I love. Um, Don't hate on the small liberal arts colleges because Some of my, like I'm saying, like literally um, we're this tiny little department, but we have some of the like best experiences and like equal experiences to like uh, people who are going to other schools. So don't rule us out. I mean, heck, I'm internshiping with Portland Playhouse. That's huge. And I don't know how I did it, but I'm going to thank this department. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, I don't know. Just like don't rule out little colleges because like we have a lot of potential too.
0: Thanks again, Julia, for just being with us and taking the time to share your story, especially in this uh, hectic season where you're putting up a brand new show, your senior capstone. Hey, if you're interested in catching that play, there's those Zoom readings of Julia's brand new play. It's that time of year, all year, and the readings are happening this weekend, Friday, November 20th at 6 p.m., and Saturday, November 21st at 7.30 p.m. And uh, go ahead and check out the the link in the episode description. And hey, if you're someone who's uh, interested in that next educational step, that next step in your journey... Maybe you're an upperclassman trying to figure out where you fit next. Um, I do encourage you to just be open-minded to the possibilities, to different paths, different schools maybe that you haven't thought of before Um, and being open to this this evolution that happens when, when we are exposed to new ideas and new people, a lot of things can happen. We're so proud of our alumni and I hope we can hear from more of their stories very soon.